Welcome to What the Fuck If. What's up, y'all? I'm Rain Coleman, your host with the most. This is Carefree Black Nerds Review over Marvel and Disney's What If. This is What the Fuck If podcast. Hit me up on those Twitters and TikToks at Carefree Blurred. Hit me up on that IG and YouTube at Carefree Black Nerd. And we're going to go over episode four. Uh, happy Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates. And if you don't, what's up, y'all? So, this episode is What if Tony Stark crashed into the Grandmaster? So, in this episode, Tony actually ends up crashing on Sakaar instead of the Hulk or Thor. And we get a very interesting episode. I'll say this right off top. This was the funniest episode. This was the one that felt the most like it could be adapted. Not that the others couldn't, but this could have been a full-length movie. But I'm also thinking like maybe we wouldn't get this because we already got this with Thor and Hulk. So maybe not. Um... First off, setting, Sakaar. This was, it was cool. Like, I don't, mm, I don't have anything against it. I think it was a good backdrop to, like, it was a good place to have the story happen. So, Tony goes through um, attacking the Chitari, and instead of him falling back to New York, he actually, if I'm thinking of this correctly, if I'm um, parsing it off right, and y'all let me know, help me out, keep me honest, he the the wormhole or whatever closes up and he ends up in Sakar, but still in the same universe whatever universe distinction he's in that's where he ended up and the grandmaster explained that well he said in a throwaway line that time moves differently there so where tony had just right at the start of the episode defeated the chitari when he landed on Sakar, it had been two days because uh, they put out a news purpose like, yeah, you, um, this is the man of iron or the mojo, whatever he said, metal man. So, like I guess to keep me honest, let me know if I'm incorrect, but I believe that's how this works out. So, Sakaar looks pretty good. It looks um, just like it did in the movies and live action, of course, except for the fact that it's animated. Um, I think it was a good backdrop, a good place to have this this installment. Because I honestly don't know, like I'm sure you they could do... A number of other things. Tony could have went a number of other places, but seeing the Grandmaster and Hulk, and having him as be like his champion, and then also seeing him with Loki and Thor, and then being able to see that in contrast to him with um, Tony was really, really interesting. And I laughed. I laughed this whole episode. Uh, so the characters we got the Grandmaster, of course. We have Tony. We have Valkyrie, we have Korg, and we have Gamora. Now, I'll say this. I kind of sort of thought, so initially I thought I was going to maybe predict a couple things, not because it's paint by numbers, but I was going truly off of Thor. And that didn't make sense to think that way, because why would they give you the same exact story that you've gotten before? So where we thought maybe the Hulk was going to pop out as the champion, it was actually this like... Um, Snuffleupagus looking this thing <laughs> for those of you who know. Um, and Tony, what I like about Tony 
and like the character in general, I think is the tech, the STEM, the engineering science part of him. Uh, Cause you have kind of sort of the same with Banner, but his is more genetics and gamma rays, chemicals and things. Whereas Tony is dealing with, I think he's the one Avenger, even outside of like Natasha and Clint, who is probably most achievable. Mm, I don't know. Cause when I, when I look at it, Tony, they're all extremes. Natasha was part of a spy program, but she's still a human. <clears throat> Clint was, um, he was a spy or a government official and, but he uses those doggone arrows, which sure. But like girl in the day and age when people can use bullets and Uzis and whatnot, what is your, whatever. Um, and then Tony, though a billionaire is a smart person who deals in tech. And I think out of all of those, of course, you want to be like peak physical condition. Um, but if we're looking at them at their core, I think Tony dealing with science and tech. See, I don't know, because Clint and I'm really parsing through this to try to land on how I feel about Tony in this episode. Because I guess if you're just good in good physical condition and can join a governmental collective. Sure, but that's not a necessity with tech. It's like you could simply buy an iPhone. You can simply buy a vacuum cleaner and like deconstruct it and create something else. Whereas I think even though it's probably easier, more accessible to just work out and get in good condition and then like learn fighting tactics, I think that's something that any and everybody can do for the most part. But when it comes down to, like I said, taking a vacuum cleaner apart, uh, understanding its parts and then putting it back together, maybe even creating something else. I think that's a little different and not to boil anyone down to like just following orders, but you know, in this MCU world of being a spy or a government official, that's what you're doing. So all that being said, that is one of the things I really like about Tony and the more I watch him and I hear Robert Downey Jr., I know it's been said before time and time again, countless times that he was the perfect casting for Tony, which I think he was. And so much so that now I can't really picture anyone else being him playing Tony. I'm sure we'll, we may get someone else in the future, but as of right now, he really set the standard. And one thing that happened when it was the gathering of the team portion of the episode, they made mention of Tony's alcohol addiction and the demon in the bottle storyline or however it's, it's listed. And I, I like that. Like this, this was a really smart episode. Um, so Tony crash lands on Sakaar, the grandmaster praises him for get rid of the Chitauri and he gets um, invited to go watch this race of these chariots, which is just NASCAR. And that's another thing, like all of the stuff. If you look at Thor and you look at the Hulk on Sakaar, Thor, Hulk was in Hulk form the whole time. And that he's, he's a different personality from Banner. And then we had Thor and Loki, who, though I think Loki is probably more worldly than Thor, they're still both Asgardian gods. And having someone who's just a regular, run-of-the-mill, human American <laughs> here watching this 
NASCAR race and calling it out to be what it is was interesting. I think that was a good spin on the whole Sakarian um uh I don't know, whatever the place, state of being. <laughs> uh I think that was I think that was really, really interesting. And with Tony seeing things happening in the race that were infractions and violent that was refreshing as well but i'm kind of of two minds so there's the one that's like you're doing things that are bad you're not following these proper rules and this etiquette and you need to fix that and quit being an asshole grandmaster but then i'm of the other mind that like tony you are American and you have a certain idea of how things should run and what's fair and what's not. And I share a lot of those same views and, and ideals because I am American as well. I've, I've grown up in this space. So I like inherently and not even necessarily American, but I'm going to circle it back in a minute, but just being from earth, you know, when things are fair and when they're not. But my other mind is you're on an alien planet. And I know this show set it up so that the Grandmaster is an asshole, he's a narcissist, he's a tyrant, and he needs to be overthrown, sure. But we're also missing the part where, like, this is these people's home. This is what they do. And we're going to see that as him being unfair and ruthless and nasty and evil and mean, yeah. But I think the one element that was, I don't want to say missing, because it was addressed a little bit later, but it was specifically through Korg, I Excuse me. We didn't get any just regular people being like the Grandmaster is an asshole and we're living under tyranny, which we kind we did because he mentioned how when Valkyrie lost, like her car crashed and she hopped out and was just on the side of the 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 track. They were throwing cans at her and then they were throwing chinchillas. And he was like, "Yeah, we stopped throwing rotten food because." We're going through a famine. And again, I'm not saying that these things are good. I, I understand these are bad things, but I'm also like, you're on an alien planet. Are y'all following me? Like, cause I feel like I'm going to sound so problematic, but that's not my intention. Uh, at the end of the day, I guess my, my thought is the things that are happening on this planet, we as residents of earth understand to be bad things, but what if that's not a bad thing where they are, which I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm kind of painting myself in a corner and again, not justifying the grandmaster, but I'm thinking like, yeah, Tony, you see these things are bad, but like, is this just the way of life for them? Which still, you know, he, um, um, is it a boy scout? It's something he said. I don't know where the, where the terminology originated, but it was that, you want to leave a place better than what you, than what you, how you found it. Which that was that rang true throughout the entire episode. Like this was really good. So we get the um, Gamora trying to kill Tony, and she keeps saying that she's the daughter of Thanos. And they have their quippy back and forth, and then they get locked up in this room, which is very similar to Thor being locked into a room with Hulk. And but. Korg is there and Korg, man, Watiti, that motherfucker is funny. He is funny as hell. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that character and I would read a comic book about him. I would read a limited and ongoing. I would watch a movie, a series uh, about him. He's funny. So 
they get locked in they escape uh iron man uses his internal core blue heart shit and all in all we get to a point where it's like he is fighting with gamora to escape but also with like understanding what the fuck is your problem lady like yeah your daddy don't like me and you're under him you're trying to take me down but at what end what is the point what are we doing like you're going through all of this and let's say you do kill me what next and also can you think for yourself and i thought that was done really well like truly on its surface it's just a fun episode to consume from start to finish but there's also these ideals of like addiction of dealing with being a fish out of water of again leaving a place better than with how you found it and also being out of the shadow of the expectations set out for you by your family and also found family and i hate to sound so sappy but this was truly a great episode like this is the one that i watched over again so the other three i liked them of course and i watched them and i recorded and i went back and kind of looked at them but this is the one episode that i watched from start to finish and i went right back and started over again like this was fun and i don't know if that's speaking to it just simply being a good episode or if there's something that i am extracting from this that um i am missing or something that i miss in media or if it's just that it's new and it's fun and we're having this week-long rollout of every day having a new episode like i'm not i'm not sure what it is i can't put my finger on it but i do know that this episode was fun I had the most fun watching this and they're all kind of speaking to different parts of me. So the Nebula one really spoke to that noir, true crime, mystery part of me that always wants to figure something out. Then the Peter one really spoke to that um, feeling of grief and loss and dealing with family and um, um, missing family, not missing just like simply separated, but with the death of a family member even years later. Um, and then the Happy Hogan one, to me, I think if we're looking at the four that have been released, that's probably the weaker one for me personally, but it was still so good. Um, and that was a fun watch as well. But I think if I were to rank them, that one, the Happy Hogan one would have to come in at fourth. And that's not even a dig at it. It's just not hitting me the way these other ones are. So I don't know, man. What are y'all thoughts on this episode? Did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you feel like it was too similar to Thor? Or did you were you able to kind of get that out of your head? Again, for me, I, I had Thor on my mind a lot while watching this just to see how um, different elements would be handled. And so all in all, the Grandmaster gets challenged to a duel. Not a duel, a race. And Tony says, whoever wins wins the planet and grandmaster's like all right well if i win i want your suit because he had this this newly fashioned hulkbuster type uniform now i'm gonna say this that race was so fucking fun if kevin and marvel are priming us for games like i'm not a gamer but if they're priming us for games and i know the success of mario kart this 
this episode truly lended itself to some sort of racing game. This shit was fun. And I was kind of disappointed when the race ended because I was like, I would watch a full season of like just these wacky races. Like the Hanna-Barbera races from back in the day. Like I would watch, I would watch this. Um, of course, the Grandmaster was an asshole and a cheater. And... Y'all let me know this Grandmaster in this episode, did he fill in line with what we received in the MCU proper before? I don't know. And I keep saying um, Sakaar is Qatar, right? I don't know. Whatever. One of them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, he felt he felt a little bit more brutal, a little bit more ruthless in this episode than he had in the movie's past. So, I don't know, y'all let me know. But the ending of Tony, of, well, the ending of the Grandmaster being accidentally murdered <laughs> by Valkyrie and her becoming the king of this planet and then making Korg her, her right-hand man in the council was cool. And we got the ending of Tony going back to earth. And that was great. But plot twist, Gamora is on the ship and she's like, Hey, I can't leave without taking you back to my daddy. Now the whole time throughout this episode, she had been him and her had been kind of going back and forth at it. And I really liked this version of her. And Tony said a lot of things that were pretty much like, who are you? Be your own person. You keep telling me that you're the daughter of Thanos, but what are you? Who are you? Like, cause she never even said her name until like the end, the end of the, either end of the episode or right at the end of that, that race. And I was like, this, this is a really smart episode. And I have yet to <laughs> look at any of these writers or the creative team, but this was really, really good. And so when she took him to see her dad, it was like, damn, Tony just can't catch a break. He's trying to get back to earth to see Pepper and be, you know, himself again. But what happens is Thanos talks shitty, like, thank you, little one. Cause he don't even use Gamora's name, which isn't nearly bad. Cause family has nicknames for each other. So that's not a bad thing. But, um, He's like, yeah, man, you Iron Man, you ain't shit, motherfucker. I thought you was going to be better than this. And the plot twist is Tony and Gamora work together to kill Thanos. And I, I truly enjoyed this episode. And I think it is, like I said, the, the funnest one. But it also seems to be a little bit darker, too. And that's even considering... The Peter episode where we're dealing with grief and loss and losing both your parents. One is a maniac and the other is was murdered by said maniac. And there was a lot of emotions pulled out of me in that episode. But I think with this one, it's probably even a bit more dark because you are just trying to get home. And for the Gamora side of things, you are going through this transitional period of like being this foot soldier for your father, but being reminded of all the terrible things he's done to you, which is essentially what ego did to Peter, um, getting rid of half of your fucking planet or the whole planet and take you in as his own. And when you have no relation to this man and then being this mindless soldier for him, and then Tony just trying to make it back home. And I'm assuming that he made it back home at the end of this. But having to deal with doing what's right and taking care of your responsibilities and protecting Earth. And then going on this like emotional and physical and taxing 
journey of just trying to get the fuck back home and dealing with this kooky ass weird dude who is a liar and a cheater and a deceiver heartbreaker <laughs> so i don't know i don't know i don't want to compare griefs but all in all good episode i enjoyed it and this one is also one that i feel like had a beginning middle and end and it just is what it is and if we were to revisit this particular universe that would be great but if not that's fine too i got a full story and i'm happy with it I can assume Tony got back home to Pepper. I can assume that Valkyrie and Korg did a great job ruling Qatar or Sakaar, what, whatever the name of the damn planet is. And I can also imagine that Gamora went through some sort of transitional period herself, like figuring out who she is and going off and did, did great things. Like, all in all, this was a really good episode so that being said let me know what you guys think good bad ugly or indifferent did you hate it did you love it was it for you was it not for you are you having a wonderful holiday season if you celebrate and if you don't celebrate what are you doing are you going to see the color purple <laughs> are you watching movies with family friends unwrapping gifts are you taking a solo day to yourself to just relax and rest and prepare for the rest of the year or what's going on talk to me so until next time y'all hit me up on the twitters and tiktok carefree blur the ig and youtube carefree black nerd stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and if you find yourself saving the world from sudden doom and you're lost on a planet with a narcissistic ruler just kill them right away don't even hesitate just stab them in the neck bite them on the shins poke them in the eye because it's not going to end well. <laughs> All right, y'all. Catch you next episode. Mm -hmm.